When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Game week 11 might go down as the worst game week in the history of FPL. But today we are here to talk about game week 12. It is my team selection. We have had European fixtures. So today I'm going to talk you through my potential transfers this week. The key talking points. A lot of injuries to cover during this video as well to the likes of Dan Byrne. Any updates we have on the likes of Bakari Saka and James Madison as well. So a lot to cover. We're going to look at my team, my potential transfers and my Game Week 12 team selection. So diving straight in, just before we do, I'm not going to ask you to do the usual like and subscribe on this video. Some of you may have seen my post on Instagram, Twitter or YouTube community over the past couple of days. Those of you who haven't, it's up on screen now. During the month of December, I will be taking the leap to making FPL content as my full-time job. I wanted to take this opportunity to say thank you to every single one of you watching this video. Whether you've watched one video and this is your first time, whether you've watched 10, 100, 500 or all single ones of my videos, thank you so much. This would not be possible without you. You have literally made a dream come true for me. I cannot wait for December to come around can put more content out for you can put more effort and time into it to hopefully making it more entertaining more useful whatever you view my content for just want to use this opportunity to say a massive massive thank you but not everything is rosy in the land of fpl despite me having great news or great news for me to share with you game week 11 was probably the worst game week of fpl i have ever seen i got 27 points my safety score was 32 so i was five points away from getting a flat gray arrow or a small green arrow I dropped from 300k down to 360k. Now, to be honest, that rank drop is not the end of the world. It was a pretty rubbish game week for any of you. Now, there will be some of you watching who got less than 20 points, but generally it could be a lot worse. I say that because if I'd have got 30 or 40 points, but everyone else got 70, it would have had a bigger impact on my rank. At least we're all in this together. So there was only two returns for me. We had the assist for Mitoma and the goal for Jared Bowen. The rest of it was pretty awful. Of course, Erling Haaland getting injured going off at halftime. He is, of course, back. Mo Salah and Liverpool only scoring once against Luton. We saw Simakas bench. We saw Cash go off early. It was a pretty awful game week all around. So today we're going to look at how we're going to make it better going into game week 12. So I didn't have a clear route of what transfer I wanted to make this week until we saw Dan Berngoff injured in the Arsenal-Newcastle game. And then, of course, we've heard that he's going to be out for the rest of the calendar year until at least probably January. So a couple of months on the sidelines. So selling Dan Byrne is a priority for me. 
there are a couple of transfers I want to make elsewhere in my team, then I need a little bit more money that I what than I have at the moment. Now, I've got 1.6 million in the bank and I've got two transfers, but I do need a little bit more money for the potential transfers in future weeks, which we will talk about in the future planning part of this video at the end. But it does mean that I'm likely to come down from Dan Byrne. There are three real options for me. The 4.2 option is Harry Maguire. Of course, Manchester United have been, you know, not great defensively, as we saw again in the Champions League, but they did keep a clean sheet in game week 11. 4.2 million. The key thing for me again is game week 13 next week, which is an absolutely awful week for our defences. If you haven't looked at your defence for next week, go and check it out because there are so many matchups which are bad for fixtures next week. And then Harry Maguire goes away to Everton. Now, Everton have been okay, but it's a decent enough fixture that week. The other option I could go is just go to Lascelles. Now, the issue with him is we don't have an update on Botman. So if I go to Lascelles, I'm not going to do it until at least after the Newcastle press conference on Friday afternoon to hopefully get an update from Eddie Howe on how long Botman's going to be out. We thought he'd be back in game week nine and then he got pushed back and now they don't really know what the issue is with him. So I do think he's probably the best option and looking at all the options I can get at 4.2 or less, he plays for by far the best defence. Even with the other injuries they got, I still think Newcastle is the best defence out of all the cheap options. The issue is in game week 13, the difficult game week defensively, he does have Chelsea at home. So I don't really fix an issue that week. The other option I have is just take all the money out and go to Bulldog. He is playing for Sheffield United, who are statistically the worst defence in the league so far this season. However, game week 13, they do have Bournemouth at home, and it leaves me with a lot of flexibility with my other transfer plans. So that is one transfer. I'm pretty certain that I will sell down Burn this week. It will be for one of those defenders that we just discussed. But then it's what I do with the other move. Now, freeing up that little bit of money allows me to bring in Bakari Saka for any three of the midfielders that I'm willing to sell. Diaby, Bowen, Amatoma. The issue is they all have really good home fixtures this week, right? Sheffield United at home, Fulham and Nottingham Forest at home for all three of them. Matoma is probably the weakest asset, but he has by far, I think, the easiest fixture at home to Sheffield United. He did just play 90 minutes in Europe, but I can't sell Matoma before that fixture. Diaby has Fulham at home. Now, Forest were pretty good against Aston Villa last week, but Aston Villa at home tend to do pretty well. So I don't massively want to sell him, but I do, of course, have Matty Cash and I do, of course, have Ollie Watkins in my team. So if Aston Villa do well, I still have a decent bit of an investment. The other one is Jared Bowen. Now, I was going to sell Bowen, but the more I look at it, those long-term West Ham fixtures mean I don't really want to sell him either. So we did see, of course, Bakari Saka go off injured in the Champions League. Now, we've seen Bakari Saka go off injured and return to play very few days later, so many times this season. So I fully expect Saka to come back in game week 12 and start against Burnley. But of course, I would need to wait for the Arsenal press conference from Arteta on Friday to check that's the case. But even if that is the case and he says he's fine and he's going to be available for the game, I'm not really sure I want to sell any of my midfielders this week to go and buy him. Particularly with Odegaard being out and Ketia might be out as well. There are enough injuries in that attack, which does concern me a little bit. The other thing I could do... now. Matty Cash is on the bench for Aston Villa in their European game tonight. So we know he's back available. He's been pitching in training. Absolutely fine. However, they've not kept many clean sheets recently. The attacking returns for Cash aren't there. And this downgrade actually leaves me enough money in the bank to do Cash up to Kieran Trippier. So that 0.4 that I free up by selling Dan Byrne to Harry Maguire is 0.4 or 0.6 to Lascelles or cheaper for Bulldog. It leaves me exactly the amount of money to go and buy Kieran Trippier into my team. And I could just get rid of all the trippier pain that I'm feeling every single week when he scores points and I don't own him. 
So looking at what this means for my lineup. So in goal, we're going to start with Ariola. Nottingham Forest at home. I don't have a choice now because Turner has lost his place in the Forest goal. I thought it would happen at some point. I did not expect it to happen this soon, if I'm really honest. He wasn't great in the match in game week 10, though. So it wasn't that much of a surprise. It did happen when it did. Ariola has been pretty disappointing, but it's a decent enough fixture. I'm not worried about my goalkeeper situation at the moment. He's not the best, but there's no one massively I want to sell him to, especially for an extra transfer, which are so precious in my team at the moment. Moving into defence. So here is where I do plan on making a transfer. As I said, I do expect to doubt, sell down burn. And I think it will be for Lascelles. I look at it and I think I could go Manchester United, I could go Sheffield United, or I could go for a Newcastle defender. Of course, as I said, I will wait for the press conference to hopefully hear an update on Botman. Ideally, Botman is out until Christmas time because game week 18 is the blank game week for Manchester City and Brentford. And in that week, Newcastle have Luton. So if Lascelles is available to play, he'd be a massive, massive boost in that blank game week in game week 18. So hopefully we'll hear an update on Botman. It does mean that I'm likely to bench Simakas. Simakas started in the in Europe for Liverpool. He got subbed off at half-time, having been the one who made the mistake for the first to lose goal. So I'm not necessarily he's certain he's going to start. And I'd rather go with the other three options that I've got. And of course, Taylor then sits last on my bench. Then elsewhere into my midfield is the same midfield five. I don't plan on doing either the Trippier or the Pakai Saka transfer. I want to see with Newcastle what's going to happen, who's going to play at left back, who's going to play at right back, because people are straight away about um, Livermento and Lewis Hall. But with the amount of fixtures Newcastle have, I'm not confident I want to play both. But I do think that Livermento will play a decent amount of minutes, which might put Trippier at left back. And I want to see what this does to his potential output. Now, I don't want to go for Pakai Saka because I don't want to sell one of my midfielders and I'm not certain he's going to be 100% fit. And without the likes of Odegaard and Ketia, Gabriel Jesus, I think Arsenal are a worse side. So Diaby, Matoma and Bowen all stay. Salah and Hyunmin Son, of course, are in there to complete my midfield. I'm pretty happy with my midfield this week. And up front is Erling Haaland and it is Ollie Watkins. Ollie Watkins, I still really like as an option. A few people are considering selling, but the fixtures are still there. And I think Villa are still going to score a lot of goals, particularly at home like they are this week. In terms of captaincy, I think it's pretty open this week. It could go to, in theory, any of my seven attackers. I mean, I'm not going to captain Matoma. It wouldn't be Diaby because I'd go Watkins over him. In theory, the others could all get it. The chances are it will end up on Salah. Not massively pleased with how he's performed in terms of his positioning over the past couple of games. However, he is on penalties. He is playing a home fixture against Brentford, who particularly are lacking fullbacks at the moment. Of course, we saw Rico Henry get injured earlier on in the season, and then their replacements for him are also unlikely to be fit for this game at the weekend. I do fancy Ollie Watkins as a bit of a differential pun. He's going to get my vice captain at the moment, but Mo Salah to be my captain. So looking at this sort of final ad lib section of this video where I just show you what my team is likely to look like going into future weeks and potentially why I'm making some of the transfers that I want. So as I say, my plan this week, not confirmed, is to do Dan Byrne to Lascelles as long as we get a decent news on Botman in the press conference on Friday that he's going to be out for enough time that it makes Lascelles a decent option. This means that Simakas is going to drop to the bench. It is likely to be with Mo Salah as my captain and then probably Ollie Watkins ending up being my vice captain. I like that fixture a lot. Going into game week 13. So this is the issue we have. Defensively, I'd probably play Gabriel. Fingers crossed he keeps his plays. I am a little bit concerned, but 
he is their second best centre-back behind Saliba. It's then likely to be Lascelles at home to Chelsea, which is okay. And then it is cash away at Spurs. There aren't loads of fixtures that I really want. It's probably not worth a transfer. If I don't decide to go and buy Bakayo Saka this week, though, I will end up buying Kieran Trippier. So in game week 13, I will have to make the choice. I'll give myself one more week to decide on Bakayo Saka or Kieran Trippier, and then I'll have to make a decision. Personally, I think my defence is weaker than my midfield. So Matty Cash out and Kieran Trippier in is a transfer that I really like. And this is probably where, where I'd go going into game week 13. The only issue that this leaves me going into game week 14 is that I plan on bringing in Brian Mbwemo in place of Mitoma. So Mitoma in out and Mbwemo in does leave me a little bit short in the bank of the money that I would have to spend here. So there are plenty of other places that I could potentially make a transfer. Diaby being the particular one that I would probably look at, and it is Cole Palmer. I think Cole Palmer, as a Chelsea fan, is a really nice asset. In game week 14, he has Brighton at home, who are conceding goals at the moment. Then it's United away, and then it's a nice run of fixtures. We're also likely to have Nkunku back, which is only going to boost Chelsea's attacking threat. So I think that looks pretty nice. It gives me Mbwemo against Luton, gives me Palmer at home to Brighton, and it gets me Kieran Trippier in. Then, going into game week 15, I'll have enough money in the bank when Jared Bowen goes away to Spurs to go and bring in Bakayo Saka. So, the moral of the story is that I, who has Luton, of course, that week. The moral of the story is I have to choose who I want to buy in game week 13 between Trippier and Saka. The other one has to wait to game week 15. At the moment, I think my midfield is stronger than my defence, so bringing in Kieran Trippier is a better plan than bringing in Bakayo Saka. It is a little bit close. It only leaves me 0.1 in the bank. But Cole Palmer has already risen. I think I'm going to be okay with the value that I've got in my team. So this is my game week 12 lineup. I plan to do burn down to Lascelles as my transfer this week. Roll my other transfer going into game week 13 and get a bit more of a look at Arsenal, where Bakayo Saka is lining up, a few of their injuries, or is it going to be Trippier that comes in for me over the international break? And how is he going to fit when he goes in at left back? So that is the video. That is my plan, transfers, and my team selection for game week 12. Thank you all. As I said at the beginning, the support you have given me on this channel is crazy. I can never have dreamt it getting this far. And to think that in a month's time, I'll be spending my days making content for you as good as possible and as much as possible as well. This is to each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Have a lovely weekend if I don't see you on my deadline stream. And I'll be back again very soon. Podcast Network.